Hi, and welcome to the Foam Finger, guys. Welcome to Gin Nance Week. We're returning from our uh, spring break. or just watching the NCAA basketball tournament for a few weeks. And, uh, boy, do we have a lot to cover this week. UNC National Champs, the MVP race heating up, a new general's in town in Bloomington for the Hoosiers, and Masters Week is upon us. So let's jump right in. What do you think of the tournament, Ty? God, we have a lot to talk about. I'm excited about this. Uh, <laughs> the tournament, the tournament, the NCAA tournament yeah. was uh, – it was great, man. I thought it was awesome. Um, there was just enough upsets where it like piqued your interest for those who aren't like huge basketball fans like us. Uh, but you know, I mean, you still had two really good programs. Obviously, the UCLA Kentucky game was one of the best games I've watched in a long time, and then also the the Carolina Kentucky game. You know, yeah, great that was game. a good game. And even the national title game. I mean, it was awful shooting but really good defense which i never thought i would say in a college game you know in the last you know few years yeah, defense hadn't been a priority if you watch the defense in bloomington the last few years you wouldn't <laughs> think anybody played defense so the uh the end of the wisconsin florida game was nuts that was that, that was fun to watch that was insane i can't believe they I, both hit the running threes that was trash on both dude how tight was it when the dude did the belt to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and then he lost. Out. It was awesome. It was, I mean, no, I wish he would have won. Cause that was, that was <laughs> such a move, dude. He's that getting mad. Yeah. He's pulling ladies back in, in Madison <laughs> coming home with an L and Aaron Rodgers is a Cal fan. I mean, I Gary, assume he's a Cal fan, but yeah, no I, dude. I he's it. yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, what'd you think of, uh, so, so North Carolina takes it home. Um, I gotta tell you, I was watching the game. I was in, I was near Sacramento, California, for the national championship game, and I was at a brewery. And I walked up. They had this huge TV, and um, it was you know maybe ten minutes to game time. And I just walked over, and I was like, I was like, hey, are you gonna put the game on the big on the big screen? And the guy looked at me. And he's like, what game? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, the national championship game. And he's like, what sport? What what uh, what channel is it on? Do you know? Like, what sport are you is kidding it? Me? He had no idea what I was talking about. I mean, I get it if you're not a basketball fan, but. There's like the Super Bowl, dude. Like the, if you're the in a bar, <laughs> yeah, if brewery. you work at a bar, yeah, I mean, or a brewery, whatever. If you got a fucking TV, uh, <laughs> the, the guys I was with too, they were like, I mean, this place could have been awesome to watch the game. We ended up leaving because they were like, nah, that TV's broken. So we're like, all right, well, we're just gonna leave. Well, good. I don't even know if I'd watch a a, a, a gay any type of game in a place that the dude, if the one dude doesn't know who's playing, especially if it's a national title game, I understand. You know Valpo Butler playing. You're probably yeah, not sure, gonna watch, yeah. but do you have ESPN I mean, eight? The Ocho, can you put it on? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Uh, the Ocho. The and the other thing on the on the national championship game too is, you know, I don't want to take anything away from the, the players on North Carolina. Like those guys played, they played a whole season, and they played the tournament and they won the tournament, like as players. But the the way that the whole scandal's gone down with the academic stuff, and I don't know if you followed it. I don't think a lot of people have. I. I just read an article about it recently over the weekend, but oh, uh, I have. It's about to come down at some point in time. It has yeah. to come down. I mean, and the 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 way the NCA has handled that by just kind of pushing it, uh, push it back another, push it back another year is kind of, and, and it's not even really Roy Williams' fault. It was going on before he got there too. But um, and that's that's tough. And I, you'd hate to see a Reggie Bush situation where they come back and take take the title game away from him. But that could happen I, I, here, you know. See that that whole Reggie Bush thing, and you know, giving wins back. Like even Bayheim had to give wins back, and this and that. Who like, cares? He won the game. It, it happened. Dude, exactly. Did we watch North Carolina win the national championship? Yeah, that's, that's, yes. that's what I'm saying. I watched. Take, I watched Reggie Bush Heisman on everyone. 
there if anybody asked me was there any you know that that year or whenever Reggie was in college no there was no better football player no. that I saw no better at athlete. that point in time <laughs> yeah I mean the dude is a freak but yeah, he no you're you're dead on that they've pushed this academic scandal at, at North Carolina under the rug for a while now which has blown me away I mean they they destroy Indiana uh you know they 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 take SMU's football program away back right. in the day. Yeah. And I understand they're paying guys money, but to not even have to go to class and, and they, they want to call them student athletes, but to not even have to go to class, just show up, write one paper and you're good for the rest of the semester. Like you don't ever have to go. That's awful. I mean, that's an advantage. You know, those yeah, guys are they're getting up shots, which, and, which brings me to the, to the point of the Luke may conspiracy theory that that video oh, was God. staged. That, that whole video was staged of him. You know what I'm talking about, right? Where he's Dude, in, he walked in class at 8 a.m. the ne- the day after he hit no, the, the game I winner. I was not staged. That is a <laughs> dude who who. Pro- it's a conspiracy he's theory. Like a, he's probably a five on the scale of good looking, and he hit a big shot. So he knew if he got to class, like this was his one shining moment. No, it was all conspiracy theories. It was Roy Williams that was, took the video, and he posted it on his Snapchat on the campus story. You're being dead serious. <laughs> I mean, it, you got to wonder. I mean, with the academic scandal looming, uh, as as Roy UNC Williams player would shows say, up to class in the morning. So, as Roy Williams would say, he ain't got no daggum Snapchat. <laughs> 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 so, what what about the other side of the the coin there for Mark Few? I mean, uh, how do you feel about? I mean, is it is it good for him that he's you know good for him? He made it to a national championship, kind of monkey off the back. I feel like he had no pressure to win the game. Uh, will this make them move to another conference finally? No. Why would you move to another conference if you were them? I mean, you, you play like – if, say, you play 30 games and 15 of those are in conference, well, they're probably more than that are in conference. I mean, they probably play every team yeah, twice. Yeah, eight, 18, I think. I think they went 18 or 18 and 0. They're like f- almost 40 and 0 last two years in their conference dude, or something. you continue 41. to play a, a decent – non-conference schedule like they did this year they beat arizona you know they they go to like uh utah or or i forget exactly where they went but i know they beat arizona um play some neutral site games why would you not play in the west you you were a number one seed in the tournament you were number one during the regular season i mean it's 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 such an advantage Uh, yeah in late game situations in the tournament uh they probably don't have to deal with that as much as other teams do, like in the Big Ten in right. conference. But your players also know get a heck of a lot more and get a heck of a lot more rest when you're beating everybody by twenty. That's true. I mean, they're young guys, though. You don't need to worry about the rest as much as you do in a professional sport. But my my thing is like I I, I love the way Michigan State approaches this. I don't know if it's the athletic director, if it's Tom Izzo, or if it's both of them, but they put their team through hell. <laughs> in the preseason at the beginning of the year yeah absolutely and and i think that's great and i don't give a dang if they go out there and lose every game they get so much experience out of playing all those all those teams i mean even if you when, lose the team when you if you got to play a team twice it's hard to beat them twice it's even harder you to beat could, a team three you, times you couldn't be more right when iu was good through the 70s and 80s the non-conference schedule they played they always played kentucky carolina hell they played russia the world champions if, you know like they played <laughs> Kansas State when K-State was good I mean they played good non-conference teams and and Knight used it as like hey 
if we lose these early in the season, this no matter what, win or lose, we're going to get better playing them than right. playing Miss- Mississippi Valley State, South Carolina Upstate. Because I mean, <laughs> okay. no matter what, you're going to play down to your level of competition a little bit. So that's why it's. I mean, if you're training to play that way, it's almost. Uh, well, I, I'm not sure it do, works out. Do you get more out of young freshmen? You know, do you build experience beating Mississippi Valley State by 25 or 40, or do you get more more experience going on the road at Florida or or uh, Kentucky, even going to Rupp? Even if you lose by 20, you get more experience. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what you know what it's like to play in that uh, that atmosphere now. And, and I mean, and I think that's I think, what it is in the Big Ten every night. You know, I think Gonzaga's uh, resume over the last, you know. Four or five years speaks for itself that this is not how this works. I think that they got incredibly lucky with their draw. I mean, they play oh. Northwestern, West Virginia, and that, and then they play Xavier, and then a seven seed in the Final Four, South Carolina, to go to the national championship. So I think from the from the day we picked that bracket, you, we both said that region was by far the weakest region. Yeah, sure. And and you look at you look at any any other teams that that you know that made it to the final four. You look at you look at Oregon. Oregon <laughs> Oregon played. Uh, let's see, they came through Michigan State, or no, sorry, Michigan, uh, Rhode Island, who I thought was awesome, and then they had to play yeah. Kansas to yeah. get to the final four. I mean, Gonzaga didn't touch anyone. You know, North Carolina's playing Kentucky, Butler. Uh, I, I don't know. So they, I think they kind of got really lucky that they waltzed in there. I think this would have been another year that Mark Few went down in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, I mean, but but I feel like that's also part of the the NCAA and the committee is it, it is a bit of luck of the draw. Like, I mean, yeah, with Carolina, UCLA, Kentucky, Kansas, um, it, it might not be as much of luck as the, luck of the draw. But with a team like Gonzaga, yeah, it is like I mean, it, it was definitely um, an easier road than anybody else. Uh, but sometimes, I mean, they still were a number one seed. It's not like they were sliding under the radar. I mean, uh, like that. All, all you can do is beat the teams that that you have to play or that are put in front of you. So I don't hate on them for that. Um, it's it's not their fault who they you know what bracket they put them in or whatever, but. It definitely was an advantage for him. I, I I absolutely believe that. But also, their roster is really good, man. Like people, oh, they play in the West. They Coast had Conference. their like, best. They had their best team they've had in a long time. They, if they ever had a their, good a good year to make it that far, it was this team. And I don't know if it's their best, uh, like individual, individual I feel like they, players. Right? Yeah, yeah they might have had better individuals. individuals. But they were so deep and just like they were. They were this, team. Like, with Pangos and those guys, they were really good, good guard play. With, uh, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think of some like uh, Robert, like Sacre, and some of those guys. I think uh, I, I don't exactly know, but but they have had big guys in the past, and then haven't had the guard play. They haven't. So, had, like, they never had like yeah. They never had them both. I mean, this they, they had the Polish wonder this and who absolutely shit the bed in the national championship <laughs> game by the way dude he just dumped his pants <laughs> didn't he wide but awake hey, he just pooped his pants <laughs> that that's a shitty time there that's a <laughs> shitty time uh zach collins is a beast dude i love that kid's game and he he's really athletic for a a, a big white guy yeah he is and i, don't I think know that how killed well... him in the game yeah, they, I don't know how well he plays without a seven foot one, three hundred twenty pounder next to him, but 
Well, when he gets to the NBA, there's plenty of those, and they're a lot more athletic than than old Shim Daddy. How much did Shim Daddy hurt his stock by just? Shim Daddy's stock was low. Like I heard uh, Pat Forty didn't have him like in the top hundred or whatever of the the like players like supposedly getting drafted. But if his stock was was anywhere, it, I mean, you couldn't have watched that game and said, "Oh, his stock rose," or like it stayed the same. Like it definitely. I mean, he was he was playing against guys that were definitely better than him and Kennedy Meeks and, and uh, the the bigs for Carolina. How about they just rotate all Americans? In <laughs> yeah. Off the bench? I mean, what do you, and what? all of those guys are four year. I mean like three, four year guys, but yet we can't get old Thomas Bryant and uh, you know, Von lay to stay past a year. I mean, give me a break. The, uh, the draft express has uh, the big fella going 24th. Who Collins? No, no, no. Uh, Karnowski. Shim Daddy? Shim Shim Daddy. <laughs> Shim Daddy going twenty fourth? Who's who's picking him? Does it uh, say who's got the twenty fourth well, pick? I mean the Wizards like uh like the They love players. the Polish hammers, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um moving on to basketball, the NBA race. Everybody's talking about Westbrook Harden. Before we do anything, we're gonna define what an MVP means to you. Uh, MVP to me is the best player on at least you, you got to be at least in the top three of the entire league contending for a title. Okay. So let's say Westbrook is chopped. Sorry, dude. He's had an unbelievable season, but chopped on my block. Okay. So let's say, so your definition is the best player on a contending team. We'll just say yeah, that. absolutely. So uh, you could even say, a, well, you can't say a playoff team then, right? No, I, I wouldn't say a playoff. I mean, okay. so contending, I wouldn't, a legitimate no, not contender. some eight seed. Yes, exactly. Top three in in the East or West. Okay, so so then with that, who is your who is your MVP? Or do you say Harden? Uh, no, I say Joel Embiid. I mean, He's he's nipping at the heels there. No, hell no. Um, mine is uh, mine is Kawhi Leonard, man. Like okay. just because of the way he plays on both ends of the floor, and take so he he is more LeBron. Like so, KD was my MVP until the the Warriors roll off twelve without him. Like they they are something special, but they got so much offense that. That makes up for a lot, but I feel like if you take LeBron off the Cavs and you take Kawhi off the Spurs, they are not very good teams. Either one, so that'd be an interesting. So who would win? Spurs versus Cavs? No, no uh, Kawhi, no LeBron. Oh, I'll take the Spurs. The Spurs, Co- okay. Yeah, coaching and your boy Dwayne Dedman is getting. He's getting he's a some beast, tick. dude. He's, he's a beast. beast, dude. But like Kyrie, I know Kyrie was young when he didn't have LeBron, and he's a different player now. That's true. But but I st- he doesn't do near what LeBron does. Like in the like LeBron makes every body around him better. Like J.R. Smith could score back in the day. Uh, Timothy Mozgov was garbage yeah. anywhere else he's been. It, it just, but like sure. LeBron's makes these guys all stars. He's that good. So is if LeBron goes to the finals this year, win or lose, he goes to the finals. Is he not? Is it was should he not have been the MVP? I think as as like Jordan like esque as as LeBron gets is 
he could I don't know if he should be, but he could be the MVP every year. Yeah. And I think Every guys year. are just like, well, he's, he's he's not been as LeBron as he's been in the past, so they're not even looking at him. They're like Westbrook Harden, and that's all they're saying. I know you hate Harden's game, and oh god, I don't. I, I don't hate kn- him and Westbrook's game. I don't know that Westbrook's game helps you win games. I think he's just a stat machine. I mean, what he's doing, of course, is incredible. I, but I used to to like when K Love was playing in uh, in Minnesota. I'd all you know me and me and Teddy be watching games and I'd be like man dad that dude he can play like he's going for he's going for like 20 and 20 every night in Minnesota and when Bosch was killing uh in, in Toronto I was like man that guy can really play and he's like yeah every or there's got to be somebody to score points and get rebounds on a bad team yeah, and, that's true. And that's that's like Westbrook. Dude. Somebody's got to score fifty and pass ten times and get ten rebounds when you're that freaking bad. It's true. I mean, and it's I just don't think it helps them win games. You know, it, it doesn't. That's, that's what it comes down to. Uh, Steph, Steph Curry doesn't get mentioned at all in this MVP talk either. I think that's interesting. I mean, he's just a pure shooter scorer, so I guess I guess he's not he's, an MVP, but. No, oh, he, he does so much more than just score. Like his his passing is the most underrated part of his game, and just being like a true point guard. Like he was a two guard when he came into the league. He's a true point now. He's got as good a handle as as anybody. Right, and then the other thing, obviously, Durant gets hurt. Would he have been mentioned in this whole conversation? Durant, I, Durant, I think would have been would have been the MVP if he doesn't get hurt. I, I think so. Uh, and. The, the reason Steph – I feel like Steph is – is for, for like individual accolades, like Steph is hurt a little bit because he's no longer the best individual on his team. Sure, yeah. I mean, KD he, is – He seemed is to accept better. that role, though. He doesn't care. He wants to win. I, I think it's – I think that's why their team is so good. Like they don't – like even Draymond. Like Draymond was – like is an all-star. And, I mean, if you look at his stat line, he does a little bit of everything. But he goes somewhere else. I mean, he could be going for 20 a night, 15 boards. But – it's all about winning. Like you win titles, like that's what people remember. Yeah, sure. He's he's good on Snapchat too. Who Draymond? That was a dig, but we won't get into why. Some of you know. No. Why. Oh, you know. Why. <laughs> uh, the Hoosiers, Tom Crean out. We haven't talked. Man. Oh. So dude, before we get into so the I, pick, hold on, but before we get into let's talk, anything, let's just talk I Tom wanna, Crean. I want to say let's talk Tom Crean because all these people are killing him. This and that. He's a horrible coach. This and that. Um, I, I mean, he he was a great guy, a great man, and I personally thank you, Tom, for the day you came into IU to the day that you left. How much better is our program than what it was? It was it was gone. Pulled it out of the gutter for sure. People didn't want that job because of everything that was going on there. And and people don't even know what was actually going on there. Like IU hasn't even said like what was really going on there, but like people like Dockage, they know. Like, you know, dudes doing drugs, like, you know, the recruiting was probably the least of it. Sure. And but the, and it, this, and it was a go mess. Both ways on that too. So you know, 98% of the rest of the college basketball programs, if a guy comes in and, and turns around a program that was in that bad of shape, he will he would never get fired no matter what he did. He could, have, he no could lose for 20 years and he'd be there. But it's Indiana basketball, and it's different. He knew that. And mm-hmm. uh, 
he had his ups and downs too. I mean, he had his good teams. He had his number one rankings to beat Kentucky. You know, he had it rolling there for a while. Uh, and, and I agree with you. Thank you, Tom Crean. He, he was good. He's a good guy. He was never a basketball guy. He was never, he was never an X's and O's guy. And he, it's just the worst program ever to be at for a guy that's not an X's and O guy. For a guy, it's a show, a recruiting thing, and a, hey, let's do this, and we'll get the best guys, and we'll – he's a little bit he's of a, just He's just different. He is than, I would, than what I, I, I don't think his player is, development is that bad. I mean, he, oh no, I think it's really good. He developed, I mean, the he day, developed Dwayne the day Wade. Vic, he developed yeah, the, Victor Aldipo. You know, the day Vic got there to the day he left, totally different player, great player. Like, and and I don't know if that's motivating them in offseason training and shooting, but God, I've watched all, so many inbounds plays and oh, just man. simple X's and O's stuff, no defense, and I mean we've talked about it all, but also no bigs have gone there and like and gotten any better like Cody Zeller didn't get better when he was at IU he was just all like he was already that good and it's not like he developed more post moves Noah Vonley didn't get any better when he went to IU Thomas Bryant has not improved his game I mean he can shoot I guess a little bit better than the day he came in but why do I want my seven footer shooting trays no exactly and then uh, yeah no you're right the X's and O's is where he and and really when he had that team with with uh, Zeller and Jordy and 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 C. Watt and Vic and they lost in the Sweet Sixteen and uh, like they looked like they had not worked against a two three zone all week and and they knew that Syracuse only plays two three zone right. for twenty for twenty thirty years <laughs> that's all they play it's hard to it's replicate like it and surprise. I get that but it, yeah I mean get out they, of here no but no I I'm agreeing with you it, it, I'm saying it is hard to replicate in practice against but they had no strategy it wasn't like it wasn't like they put, came in and tried stuff that didn't work. They just came in seven and were like, guys, "Put seven on five, seven defenders yeah. playing a two-three zone." You know exactly, or, and and that's something that the X's and O's you know never covered. Uh, no, Tom Crean, the anchor, is that a Tom thing? Crean, the anchor is his. Uh, he's pretty good, man. I mean, he's a bit long-winded. He's a bit like my brother, a little long-winded. <laughs> gotta gotta give him the axe Got every him. now and then, like, "Hey, Tom, uh, you know, <laughs> knock it off there, partner." Uh, but uh, he, he does he a good job. To, he said he wants to coach again. Do you think he'll coach again? Or? Absolutely. A place like a place like uh, Missouri. Like I really thought he would like a place like Missouri. Um, uh, even he, when Alabama opened up before Avery Johnson went there, those are places that are low key. Like it's not IU, it's not Kentucky, UCLA, where basketball runs the school. Right. Fo- he, he would needs be to go great. To a football school. He would be great at a football school. And. Uh, and this isn't a dig. It's going to definitely sound like one, but in a place where there's like superficial people, like, uh, like, you know, Florida, like, uh, like a Miami, Miami would be great. You're putting them all into, into one category. That, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Florida, Miami, like those superficial schools. The superficial. Well, I mean, people. I was going to say like, maybe like UC Irvine or something like, you know, like UC Davis somewhere out in, in California. That, that where they guy don't in the know, bar who yeah, didn't know about basketball know the really series. got you, did he? Yeah, yeah he did. He, he, he's yeah. bothering me. Okay, yeah. so uh, they hire Archie Miller from University of Dayton. Yeah, and um, I think Archie Miller is a very good guy, and I think he's a good basketball coach. Uh, do I think it was the right um, the right hire? Uh, time will tell, but I don't personally. Uh, you know, like I've always heard um, – what what's the definition of insanity? Like doing the exact same thing, and, banging and your hoping, head against the wall. The definition and, and, of insanity, Fred Glass. Yeah, and getting different <laughs> results. Well, uh, you used a search firm to hire Samson. That worked out 
tremendously. You used a search firm to hire Crean, and you know that obviously didn't get you what you want. So let's just have the search firm pick out another coach for us. And and Archie Miller isn't a bad coach. I think he's good, but everybody wins at Dayton. Oliver Purnell won at Dayton, went to Clemson, went to DePaul, fired. The guy who <laughs> was at Dayton before Archie, that Gregory, he went to Georgia Tech, fired. Like, I mean, everybody wins at Dayton, and it's been that way for a long time. And I think, like I said, I think Archie's a good coach, but it really disappointed me the first day that I heard he got hired that Seth Greenberg uh, from ESPN was on Dockage and was on Mike and Mike. I listened to both, and he said, uh, hey, what do you think about Archie Miller? What do you think about the hired IU? And he said, well, uh, Archie Miller is a Tom Crean clone. He's a good <laughs> recruiter, good player developer, and, you know, he's a good guy. Like, so you, you had that in Tom Crean, and you hired a, a Tom Crean clone, is what Seth Greenberg said. I'm not saying that, but – Yeah. Um, and then it, it just uh, – it's nothing to do with Archie Miller. It's more to do with what you said, insanity with Fred Glass, and I think he should be the one who is, is the, the next one to go um, because – you sit up there the day you fire Crean and you say, oh, we're going to check the boxes and, and double-check this and, oh, we're going to get an IU guy or we're going to look at IU guys. And he calls Whitman and calls Mike Woodson, calls Dane Fife for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, gives him a little courtesy call and says, uh, I think we're going in a different direction. Why the hell did you call him? And why <laughs> did you sit up there and say – and then you don't even offer Steve Alford the job because – you. And, and people, like, I don't know if they've tricked IU fans here recently, but, like... Steve was pissed. Only, you could see it the, in his in that interview. The, the only person who will say anything is Dockage. And it's because, like, IU did not reach out to Steve Alford, didn't even, off, didn't even look at him because they were worried about, oh, women protesting over whatever happened 15 years ago at Iowa. Iowa extended his contract there. Yeah. And UCLA, in the most you know, democratic state in the country, uh, the most, you know, liberal school. And, and that's their coach and they don't have protesters out there. So in good old Midwest, Indiana, I think he'd be uh, just fine. He'd be just fine. Not that you but wanted that, Steve offered. You just wanted an offer. Dude, I wanted, you wanted, I wanted, you wanted Steve an offer. if it wasn't Whitman or Woodson or even Dane Fife, I wanted Steve Alford. I wanted I wanted an IU guy. Bo, the farther away, Coach Knight was an asshole, absolutely. But the farther away you get from that culture, you lose it. Sure. So, I, like, those guys who played for him, they might not act the same way in public or act the same way in practice, but they were – like, they still remember the things that he taught them basketball-wise. Yeah. And toughness. I, toughness was is definitely a, a – that's – Bob Knight, you know, and that's a, that's a real attribute to winning games. Uh, going back to your initial reaction to Archie Miller was hired, I was pissed. I was the same way you were. Oh. I thought it was a I thought it was a terrible hire. I was really upset. Um, after relaxing, thinking about it, and seeing him down in Bloomington, I guess um, I don't know that I would agree with Seth Greenberg that he's as much of a a clone there. Uh, he's walking around with an attitude and swag like he's going to go get Indiana recruits. And if you can check that box. So like, did Tom. That's 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 a big. But, I, I mean, at this point, all you can do is give him a chance. I will Absolutely. say I will say, I went and watched University of Dayton play some games this year. And he knows X's and O's way more than Tom Crean. So 
that part of the Tom Crean clone I can't agree with because I think he's a better basketball guy uh, as far as an in-game coach. But I don't think there's a lot of guys that are worse than Tom Crean uh, in-game. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with you because I don't – I mean, I don't know. We'll, you know, like I said, only time will tell. Um, I will give him a chance. I'm a huge IU fan, man. I, I love IU. I want IU to win Big Ten titles and to win national championships. Nothing uh, would would I want you know more than that for the school for for just Indiana basketball. Um, do I think that's going to happen? Uh, I, I don't. Um, not not, not never, but I don't think it's going to happen you know anytime soon. Uh, I mean, they talk about you know like his runs at Dayton and stuff. I mean, Crean went to a Final Four with with Marquette. Like Marquette yeah, wasn't some point. big. I mean, Archie Miller went to an Elite Eight with Dayton. Like, okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more upset with Indiana athletics than I am like I, I like I said. I think Archie Miller's a really good coach, but also like his brother has more talent than anybody in the country, or as much talent as anybody in the country every year, and he hasn't done a whole lot with that talent. The the other thing too, I thought was funny. I saw uh, right away was one of the. I forget who it was. I don't get into the high school recruiting, but one of the, I think he's in it, a Laporte guy, a Laporte kid, uh, is slated to go to Arizona, and and now he's like thinking about IU, and so he's he's got to pick between the brothers, which I think is hilarious. That that is funny. <laughs> um, but well, like talking about recruiting, like, um, so if all, just, I mean, obviously this is all hypothetical, but if Alford is Indiana's coach. The kid from North Central goes to Indiana. Trayvon Blewett, when he's done at Xavier, transfers into IU for a fifth year, you know, uh, like Grat. You know, they do that now. Right, yeah. Uh, um, and there's just, like, as, as an Indiana kid, man, like, we grew up playing Indiana AU, Indiana high school basketball, like, loving IU. Nobody doesn't know Steve Alford. And when you think of, of IU basketball, you think of, uh, Scott May, Quinn Buckner, Steve Alford, Whitman, uh, Isaiah. Um, so when I when Steve Alford is sitting in your living room as an Indiana high school basketball player, uh, I just feel like that means something. That meant a lot more to me than than five five eight Archie Miller sitting there. Uh, yeah, I was at <laughs> That's Dayton a great, before when you put this. It, when you put it like that, that kind of sucks. <laughs> it's like I know more about IU basketball than you do, man. Yeah. That's that's like, true. Uh, I so if it doesn't work out with Archie, I don't know how long he'll be there, or how long it works out. Seven years, I guess. Well, you know that's never. They can always, you know, cut that short. But I think I think they they look hard at Dane Fife next time. Yeah, I think he'll yeah. he'll be ready by then, and not not that he's not ready now, but um, he just he's got the same disease I do. I look so damn young. People don't give him a chance. <laughs> Uh, that helps you in a lot of ways, you know. Nah, not really, man. I mean, oh uh, yeah, give, there's give, a few. I don't know. All right, the Masters. Dustin Johnson fell down the stairs. Dude, can you believe that? <laughs> I was gonna wait and talk about that after we started talking about the Masters, but as soon as I said the Masters, it just kind of popped out of my mouth. What in the I, hell I, is going on? What, dude? They obviously is staying in a wonderfully nice home that has really. They just got the wood floors waxed. <laughs> 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 he got ended his career, uh, you know, putting the kitty to bed or whatever he was doing, you know. <laughs> so it's always tough because he's had all the the issues partying and shit. You'd hope he's not, you know, doing any of that. 
the night before, but it's like that's that's I hope I hope it comes out that he fell down a waxed wooden floor. That would be incredible. Yeah, you heard it here first. Uh if he was back do you know, messing around or, or doing you know, was off the, the path, falling down the stairs is the worst excuse ever. <laughs> that's like that's like uh what isn't that what people use for like domestic violence? Like your wife wakes up with like a, a you know, a bruised eye and a broken arm and I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, that or like my dog ate my homework. Yeah, it's about that. (laughs) I was up all night doing blow and I fell down the stairs. What? I mean, I mean, I just fell down the stairs. I I was just kidding about the blow part. I was. I mean, eating blow pop. (laughs) Tiger, if anybody like learn from Tiger, like his wife literally knocked his front teeth out with a golf club, and they said he got into the car wreck or something. Like, I mean. He's got good, good, you know, press guys. Tiger does. He's got the best. Yeah, Dustin needs to give them a call. What, what are the, yeah. what's, what's DJ's camp doing right now? They're, are they, are they sitting there and thinking like, wow, did we really tell people we fell down the stairs? Like, what were we thinking? Yeah, they. I mean, that or they're doing what we're doing, just sitting around laughing. Like, can you believe this? <laughs> or they're like, doing oh more. Blo- Maybe they're doing more blow. His, to get him ready for tomorrow. Yeah, his back will feel fine if he gets up and just rails a couple lines. Yeah, he won't feel a thing. <laughs> He'll be walking incredibly fast. <laughs> we'll be able to tell tomorrow. Uh, Fastest round in history. <laughs> Dustin Johnson cruises, literally ran around Augusta National. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, who's man. your uh, Who's your pick to win it? And, and and give me give me what what you said before we talked on the on the show earlier. Uh, who do I think yeah. will win it? Like if I was a yeah. betting man. Um, I would pick Rory because I think he's just seventeen to oh. two. He's, Ooh. The, he's the third favorite. Who's the who are the top of the line? So Dustin Johnson at eleven to two, Jordan Spieth Which, thirteen to two. Spieth, oh man, and then Rory, I think, and then your uh, alleged underdog pick is the fourth favorite, John Rahm at eighteen to one. Dude, that is an underdog. He's played in as many Masters as me and you have combined. He's got the same odds as Phil and Ricky. Dang, man. So we drafted. We draft me, my dad, and my brother draft each major. Who do you got? I have so this is no joke. Uh Scott or no, I picked first. Um then dad, then Scott. So I got Rory, uh John Rom, Phil. Justin Thomas and Hey Ricky Fowler. So you got four of the top six according to Vegas. According to Vegas, and I didn't even know that. I didn't even look at at all. I looked at was the World Golf Rankings, and uh, the John Rom one was more of his. So he's played a lot of rounds. Uh, you know, he's played practice rounds. He's played rounds with Phil because Tim Mickelson, Phil's brother, is his manager. Okay. Yeah. So there's the connection there. I mean, nobody, Tiger might know as much about Augusta National as Phil, but nobody loves Augusta as much as Phil does. I mean, obviously. Sure. He's so just I, such and, a loose cannon. He's he's not been playing great lately. Who, Phil? Yeah. The, I mean, the, he can't the hit thing his driver, about, dude. He can scramble all day long. He can't hit his driver. Tiger won 14 majors in the last like four. He couldn't even hit it. He couldn't. He hit it all over the lot too. Now yeah, but when he hit was... it all over the lot, he hit it 400 yards all over the lot. Phil hits bombs. <laughs> Phil he shanks. Is not... Phil hits it. 
this is not the course to be playing right. with the way Phil's driver. Did you watch the tournament down in Mexico? Was, what was that, the World Golf, or what, what was that? Yeah, yeah, WGC. Dude, he was hitting it in the woods every single time. Luckily, those big old trees were just spitting it out right in the rough, right off the fairway, and then he'd so, scramble up there. If there, so that like that's why he hasn't won a U.S. Open because the rough is so thick. Sure. At at Augusta, it does not matter. That's true. You hitting off that you're, pine pine straw stuff. Pine that straw. Bubba you're playing, Watson hit the craziest shot I've ever seen on. Yeah, you're not playing um, out of a, a bunch of rough. So if you miss a fairway by a few, no big deal. You still have a shot. And Phil's a shot maker, dude. I love that you're just crushing him right now, standing on his throat. That's when he has big weeks. <laughs> That's when, when I crush him, when I personally crush him. Uh, yes. Dude, I, but don't get me wrong. I like Phil. I mean, now that Tiger's gone, Phil's the guy to watch. It's like, oh, no, Phil's in trouble. Let's see if he can get out of it. Oh, he did it again. You know, and it's every hole. It's exciting. I mean, it's fun to watch. I don't have a problem so with So fun to watch. I, I would love to speak personally to Phil and tell him, hey, we need a new move, Phil. The thumbs up and the double thumbs up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's rubbing people the wrong way these days. <laughs> it's not rubbing anyone the wrong way. It just looks awful. <laughs> Dude, it looks terrible. His, I feel like his thumbs, if they're not on the club, they're stuck like that. <laughs> like, they're stuck I don't know up, if that's thumbs like, up thumbs up man like he never like has a bad day or thumbs down he's just thumbing up all the time <laughs> that's hilarious all right so uh your pick is is rory then uh, rory is my pick and okay. my my so who's your long shot underdog i mean john rahm is that not count he's the fourth favorite i'm not gonna let you pick oh, okay him. okay and he, he's okay. got to be outside the top 10 at least outside the top 10 of you, favorites you're or acting in the like world a, rankings? you're acting like a yankees and yankees baseball and a duke basketball oh. fan right now God, I don't even don't even say that. I don't even want to hear it right now. <laughs> um, so does it have to be out of the top ten of the world golf rankings? No, or just no. Out of the I mean, just 10? just someone that is would surprise people if you want. You know, that's not you know not a a, a a common name. Here, I'll go. I'll show you what I'm thinking. All right, let's. Uh, do it. I think Paul Casey is going to win. Oh my God! You obviously haven't watched golf recently. <laughs> He's top ten there the last two years. Uh, he's he hasn't won anything this year, but he's he's hitting it all right. And uh, I got Paul Casey forty to one. Well, it's a good bet. I mean, you know, it's a good bet. But we'll see. We'll see Sunday. And yeah, then he's. It's hard to hit golf shots when you have both hands around your throat. <laughs> and he is a bit of a choke artist. <laughs> I've never heard that. It's pretty good. It's also uh, hard to shoot free throws with your hands yeah, down your throat yeah. too. And I've God, seen that that's before awful. too. But. Um, <laughs> all right, my my long shot outsider pick here is El Pato. That's the freaking duck. That's on Hell Cabrera. On Hell is dude. My he's pick. A, he's won the Masters. I know, but uh, dude. Oh, I picked John Rom, who's never played in it, and you you give me a shot for that. But yet you're going to pick a former Masters champion who plays every year. His odds to win are 165 to one. The dude's won forty thousand dollars in the last year. Every time he shows up, he careers it. Hey, that's why I'm picking him. 165 to one. I put the mortgage payment on it. So let's let's go. Damn. <laughs> All right, El Pato. That's a pretty good pick. That's a pretty good pick. I mean uh, the odds, 165 to one, and then Paul Casey's 40 to one. That's 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 solid right there. Okay, okay. So like that long of a shot, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll give you. You said Justin Thomas. That's that's a pretty long shot. That'd be surprising for people. But I'm thinking of someone where you're like, you know, you're cashing in retirement checks because you bet a hundred bucks on them. Yeah, um, you know, I I, I think I I kind of hope I've never liked him before, but I kind of hope Sergio gets him one, dude. You want to talk about that. hitting a golf ball with hands around your neck? Oh yeah, he's he's a bit of a yeah, but he's got a, he's got a like a wife or a fiance now who looks good and um, sometimes when golf maybe isn't the most important thing in your life and like your personal life's happy, you seem to uh, you know Play ball a out a little bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I just want to so. go over the on hell odds again. So you throw a hundred bucks down on him, you're walking away with sixteen grand. <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't see I'll, any better hey, bet in Vegas right now. <laughs> that's a great bet. I, I mean, that that's a really good bet. I mean, and you and you even said you were acting like it's a you know it's a. I don't think it's like it would not like. Oh my god, I can't believe that happened. If or, if it did, or Paul Casey. I mean, you could watch hundred but hundred dollar bet wins you four grand there too. I mean. I would be blown away if Paul Casey won. You'd be you'd be less surprised if El, El Pato won. Absolutely, just because he's done it before and it's the Masters kind of thing. Done it before, knows the course. If I could say anything about him, he is a free flowing letter fly, no choke in him. <laughs> no choke. You got to you got to care to choke. He he could have two Masters and. Adam Scott beat him in a playoff, like when Adam Scott, you know, won it a few years ago. Like, and Adam Scott like outplayed him, you know, at least in the playoff. You know, made a had to make like a birdie to win. Like on hell, there was no choke in him. I mean, he he, that was that was awesome. All right, last question for you here. All right, did uh, did <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing? Did Barack Obama have uh, Donald Trump's uh, phones tapped at the Trump oh, Tower? Oh God. <laughs> So, uh, I've had <laughs> a um, surprise one on you there. You didn't see that one. Yeah, dude, you threw that one at me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting into this. Okay. I'm not, I'm steering clear of this. Uh, it, it there's just a, a no win situation here. So, um, honestly, man, I'm neutral on it. I don't really care. Honestly, I don't care. Do, <laughs> do, do I don't know enough about it. Honestly, that's good. I, I, that's good to admit too. Yeah, you know the like so at at mom and dad's house, Fox News is is rolling, <laughs> is and <laughs> it is it is the, it is rolling. <laughs> yeah, it's the last channel me I watch. I, I mean, I'd rather watch. Uh, let's see, um, uh, shoot. Mama June, whatever the hell she is. I don't know what that is. Oh, the that's ju- Honey ju- Boo Boo's mom. Honey Bo- oh, okay, Honey Boo Boo, Honey Badger, like, Honey Badger. Yeah, the Honey Boo Boo Badger. I'd rather watch her mama lose <laughs> a bunch of weight in in the dumbest show I've ever seen than watch Fox News. And it's like if you turn Fox News on at eight, you're gonna hear the same thing at eight at night. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's like Sports Center. It's the same same thing as Sports Center. Ah. Uh, Sports Center is more interesting to me, honestly. All right. Well, happy Jim Nance week, everyone. Big week for him. He he did the national championship game, and then he's obviously going to be doing the Masters. So get you some pimento cheese. Hold rub, on. Rub it before, all over your face. Before we're done, what do you think about Nance and Romo in the booth together? Oh, man. Uh, 
I did have a, I did have a, uh, some thoughts on that. My, my biggest thoughts has to do with Phil Sims. Do you think just booted Phil's, his ass? <laughs> do you think Phil Sims regrets saying anything negative about Tony Romo ever? He's yeah, gone I guarantee now. it. He might go like Tanya Hardy and Nancy Kerrigan on his ass <laughs> in the booth. You know, Tony. I, I mean, so isn't he a little untested to just be thrown up with the eliteness of Jim Nance? Um. I mean, what has he done? Has he been on TV before? I've never seen him on TV. I don't think it's that hard. Well, sure. I mean, you and I do it. Not on TV. Yeah. But, well, yeah. we could do it on TV. <laughs> Put a camera in front of us. It'd probably be a better better episode. <laughs> All right. Video I mean, podcast coming soon. Heard it here first. All right. <laughs> I'm totally down with that. But he's a good-looking dude, and he knows the, the position quarterback. It's just like, oh, Phil Sims, you're – on the later half of your career, yeah. um, Romo's he's the he's the flavor of the week, man. He's a new flavor, yeah. and he's a good golfer. So they're gonna have him. I know they're gonna transition him in, him into doing football and golf for CBS Sports. No way. You think they'll have him do golf? Oh, guarantee it. I don't know about that. He's not soft. Garen- he doesn't have enough soft enough voice. I mean, there's nothing better. Than- soft enough voice for golf. Listen. Amen's corner. Amen's corner with Jim Nance, a comfy couch, and a nice little blanket. Amen's corner with a, an extra S. It's just Amen. Whatever. A-M-E-N. You know what I'm okay. talking about. I know exactly. Like what I've you're played. I'm, not, I'm no Condoleezza Rice. I've never played there. <laughs> Old Condi. And, um, and and a glass of iced tea and some pimento cheese, rubbing it all over everywhere. I mean, there's just nothing better. Jim Nance is is the best. There's nothing better than Nance at the Masters. Nothing better. And so if, to if throw Greg him in there Norman, with Tony Romo, that's just absurd. I love. The, I would love it, dude. If it's better, I feel like it's better than Greg Norman doing it for like Fox Sports when him and Joe Buck do it. Joe Buck. Oh, that's, he does that's damn terrible. Baseball I, I hate watching golf and, on Fox. It's terrible. I do too. It's awful. CBS or bust. It's that's that's the way it is. I like NBC. I like Johnny Miller. He's always giving them the business. It's hilarious when they hit a terrible <laughs> shot. He's the him and Faraday are the only ones who will be like, oh boy, that was that's the worst shot I've ever seen, dude. <laughs> if you guys have never heard it, uh, like or it was, you know, ten probably not quite ten years ago, but VJ Singh was playing and he was carrying like a five wood in his bag, and he was hitting it really good, and Faraday's following him and. uh he said, oh, you know, I, it was probably Dan Hicks was like, oh, you know, VJ pulls out the five wood and, and uh, out of nowhere, Faraday goes, my mother has one of those and she absolutely loves it. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Dude, dude, Faraday, my dad Faraday's pretty funny. Out. Oh, he's real funny. And they have to like keep him, you know, probably calm down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he used to be a whack job. Oh, yeah. He used to have a lot of fun. His stories are probably off the chain. Well, thanks for listening this uh, week, guys. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'll be back next week to gloat in my two victories. Uh, I guess only one of them can win. Uh, hopefully, it's sixteen grand. Uh, I don't know what we'll do if, if we get that, but um, happy happy Masters week. Enjoy sitting on the couch, American tradition, listening to old Jimmy Nance, and hopefully not Tony Romo. And uh, tune in next week, guys. Thanks for listening.